Hey, what's up, good people? This is your boy, Amar Rashad. And yes, this is The Beard Always Wins. And yes, it's a podcast. Yes, it's a movement. Listen, I wanted to get back to you guys Sunday. And I wanted to do a weekend roundup. Probably do it yesterday. But listen, I'm asking you guys for uh, just, you know, just pray for me and my family. We're kind of going through a little difficult time right now. But listen, we're going to get through it. Why? Because... I sincerely believe and wholeheartedly believe that, you know, life's trials and tribulations are not to break us down, but it's simply to make us better and stronger. So with that being said, good people, welcome to the Beard Always Wins podcast hosted by your boy Armand Rashad right here. One third of three brothers with a podcast. Got to go ahead and get my shout outs out of the way. Why? Because that's what I do. Listen, Awesome Cuts, 4333 Beamers Road, get on down there. I went on down there. I sat in Mike Lane's chair, the owner of Awesome Cuts, and got my hair cut. Listen, I'm telling you right now, it's affordable. It's family friendly. It's a place that you want to bring your family. So what I'm telling you is this. Get on down there to Awesome Cuts at 4333 Beamers Road. Every barber in that shop can cut. And listen, if a barber tells you, listen, I don't know how to cut your hair, or better yet, if they don't use a straight razor to line you up, get on out of there get on out of there also shout out to the um to cool comics andre oliver owner of that place listen i'm telling you right now you got to get your kids reading got to get them reading at an early age so what i'm telling you is this there's no, no no better way to get them excited than about reading about their favorite superheroes and yes there's pictures in comic books but that doesn't mean that they're not reading so what i'm telling you is this get on down there to cool comics right off of ashley street and go see Andre so he can recommend a comic book for your, for your kids. And also recommend one for you. Listen, so what a weekend. Actually, nah, the weekend wasn't really that great. Especially in the world of sports. It was kind of dull. But you know what? Something did happen. Uh, clean old-fashioned hate happened. And that's when my dogs, they went in there and they played Georgia Tech. Listen, last year we lost to Georgia Tech and it was a fluke. I... I... It's not that I hate Georgia Tech. It's just that I hate their offense. I hate the wing T. I hate the triple option. I think it's basic. It's elementary. I hate watching it. I'd rather watch paint dry. And to be honest with you, I hate it playing against it. But then again, it's effective. But it's not effective when you got a bigger, stronger, and disciplined defense in front of you. Shout out to the boy Roquan Smith. A beast. Up for the Buckets Award from, a, from a, uh, dogs. And um, listen, I... I want him to stay. He does have another year of eligibility. But listen, he's going to go get that money. So go ahead and get that money, Roquan. Also, um, listen, Georgia as a whole, um, as a team, played better. But listen, they were just playing Georgia Tech. I'm not delusional. Now, um, a, a couple of hundred miles away, you had the Iron Bowl. Down there in Jordan Hare and Auburn beat uh, Alabama. The tide did not roll. Um, but listen, I'm going to tell you right now. Right now, Auburn is playing great football. They're playing lights-out football. They're limiting, limiting their mistakes on offense. And also, they are um, playing, but moving right along, moving right along. So, the coaching carousel. So, listen, Florida hires Dan Mullen. Tennessee, the champions of life, still can't find anybody to take the reins. It seems like they were going to hire Greg Schiano, but, ah, listen, he did okay at Rutgers. But that's Rutgers. You know, um, they say he's associated with the Sandusky stuff. Well, at least he was at Penn State while that happened. Uh, and the, guess what? The people revolted against against Greg Schiano, against that hiring. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to make it very, very hard for anybody to come into Tennessee right now to, for them to get a good quality coach. I don't know. 
Maybe they could rehire Butch Jones. Or whatever his name is. Butch Davis is Jones. I can't remember Butch, the champion of life. Maybe they can't just tell him, hey, we can't have the dumpster on the sideline. Can't have the champions of life hashtags and everything like that. You know, just get in here and coach football. But I'm going to tell you right now, recruits are leaving. Re recru recruits are leaving. And right now, the longer tendency waits, the further behind the power curve that they're going, that they're going to be. And also, one other thing of note. Now you got openings. Kevin Sumlin uh, got fired, resigned, whatever it is that you want to call it. But listen, let me tell you something. Kevin Sumlin, he did a good job uh, while he was down there at A&M. He had some good seasons, but the month of November destroyed him. Um, Kevin Sumlin's a good coach. He just kind of looked burnt out, so he might take a year off and be a big name. But then again, you know what? He might just come back. He might go to Tennessee. You never know. He might go to Mississippi State. You never know. Arkansas. Arkansas finally fired Brett Billima. Listen, Billima had success um, up there in the Big Ten at Wisconsin. And then he bought, tried to bring that same mentality, that same philosophy to Arkansas. Listen, recruits aren't lining up to go play in Arkansas. Maybe this was back in the 80s. It, yeah, it may have worked, but nah, not today's, today's landscape. No, recruits are not lining up to go play in Arkansas. And I honestly don't blame them. But it's going to take a, you know, I'm hearing Mike Leach. And also, on this coaching carousel, I called it. I, I said Chip Kelly would be a better fit out there at UCLA if they fired Jim Moore. But guess what? Jim Moore was fired. And guess what? Chip Kelly's now the head coach. Do I like saying I told you so? Well, you, 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 yep, I do. Because I kind of know what I'm talking about. I, and listen, listen, I'm just a fan. I'm not a uh, insider. I don't have connects to the insider. The, most, the closest connect I have is that occasionally I'll text, not text, but, uh, you know, tweet Justin Tell or Brandon Adams or Chip Towers and uh, ask them a question or two. But other than that, listen, I'm not an insider. But I do know football, and I, and I do kind of look at, you know, I get my information from a lot of the same places that you guys get. Listen, one thing I'm not going to proclaim to be on this podcast is an insider. Because that's something that I'm not. I'm just looking at it and analyzing it. I told you, everybody's a reporter. Everybody's a commentator in this day and age in social media. So, listen, with that being said, next year is going to be interesting. You're going to have, you got the A&M job open. You got Tennessee open. You've got Arkansas open and Texas A&M. What coaches? They say Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo Fisher is going to uh, A&M. Well, if he goes to A&M, he's leaving Florida State in shambles. Because right now, Florida State doesn't have a line. That's Florida State's issue. They are not recruiting. They have missed on recruits in the, on on the offensive line. Same thing Georgia did. Georgia did that a couple years ago on the Mark Rick, but. Georgia was able to win because they had better better athletes out there on the field. At least get ten, get get you about ten wins. But you're gonna have to sit here and you wonder, and wonder exactly like when all these coaches land. Like how? Listen, the longer you wait to hire a head coach in college football, the further the in the the further you're behind the power curve, and you're putting yourself at a bigger disadvantage. Because recruits don't want to come play for a ghost. They can't. Right, they don't. They're making this decision. They got one chance to get it right. Most times, sometimes they don't get it right and they end up transferring. But listen, 
And also, speaking of transferring, we talked about Jacob Eason, and everybody's talking about Jacob Eason's going to transfer. Well, he might, and he might not. You never know. If he transfers, you know, Kirby Smart's transfer policy, Smart's transfer policy is not as lenient as Mark Ricks was. So what I, where he's probably going to end, he might end up on the West Coast. Maybe Washington, Washington State. He might go to UCLA. Who knows? But he's not going to Alabama, Tennessee. No place in the SEC. Probably no ACC team either. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Unless he sits out and goes to a junior college. Well, no, he's a sophomore. So he's, he's going to have to sit out a year if he transfers. And if he transfers, then uh, they only got that tape from two years ago. He, that tape, while it looked good in spurts, it wasn't consistent. Do I think he has NFL talent? Yes, he does. He, the, the kid can sling at the country mile. And he just, he just needed to get, you know, get a little more touch on his ball, throw a more catchable ball, and be more accurate. He didn't get a chance to prove that because of the injury. And then Jake Fromm's research, you know, Jake Fromm was as Bill. He was a four-star recruit coming out of Houston County, and he's living up to those to those uh, rank rankings or ratings, however they did do it, you know. But anyway, this this weekend, I'm gonna tell you guys. Listen, so never trust Rotten Tomatoes. Well, most of the time, never trust Rotten Tomatoes. So I watched the movie The Great Wall, and on on, on Rotten Tomatoes, The Great Wall got got horrible reviews. And listen, I'm gonna tell you right now. It's not gonna win any Oscars, but the one thing I will tell you is that uh, the Great Wall was actually a pretty good, decent movie. Me and my wife, we watched that movie, and guess what? We thoroughly enjoyed it. And I didn't have much of a story, though. I wish they they could have fleshed out, um, you know, a little more the back Mac Damon's character and his partner, uh, Oberyn. I can't think of his name from Game of Thrones. He's in that movie. But listen, cinematography was awesome. You know, um, it got a lot of backlash, but you know, it is what it is. But I, I, I enjoyed the movie. Now, the movie that I really enjoyed watching this weekend was Hidden Figures. Listen, I'm gonna tell you right now, I watch Hidden Figures, and Hidden Figures is motivating. It makes you, when you're watching that movie, it's gonna, you're gonna say at the end of, when you finish watching that movie, you're gonna say, I gotta get up off this couch, I gotta go do something because right now I'm not doing enough. Taraji P. Henson, uh, Janelle Monet. They, listen, they acted. And the other lady from The Help, she did good, too. Kevin Costner was good. Listen, I just really enjoyed the movie Hidden Figures. Now, on to music. Listen, Saha the Prince. I think uh, the name of the song is That Way or That Place or That Side. It's That Side. That's the name of the song, That Side. Listen, Saha the Prince is like, man, I've been watching him... Um, He's a, he's been ghostwriting, but I've been watching him like really rip the freestyles, you know, kids out of Atlanta. But he has a, he has bars, and that's what I like. I like bars. Sahi the Prince is what is needed, and I'm telling you right now, go check out Sahi the Prince. That's what I'm gonna tell you. So here's here's before we get ready to go, I'm gonna wrap this up, right? I'm gonna tell you tell you guys a story. Listen, I used to like I used to snowboard when I was in Germany. And I'll be honest with you. And this is what this is what I, I I realized something that fear is nothing but a limitation. Your only limitation is what you fear. And listen, I I 
I, I, I remember me and my good friend Deacon, we we went out and we rented snowboards. Now listen, I, I'm I'm African American. I'm a black man, right? So I Google black man dies snowboard. I couldn't find nobody. Couldn't find anything. So like one of those things, if you Google black man dies in shark attack, well at least at this time in 2002, I Googled it. Couldn't find it anywhere. And guess what? I was almost the first black man to die snowboard. I really was. I really was the first black man to die snowboard. And what ended up happening was I went up went up there. I rented the, the, the snowboard, the boots and everything, guys. I got to tell you how I was looking. I, I, I'm telling you, you can tell I was a novice. We're riding up on the ski lift and you know and, and and I vividly remember like whoa this is way up here. And this is like one of those black this is not quite a black diamond run, it's the one right right next right under it. But lo and behold, here we are, we're riding up on the ski lift and I get off the ski lift and I ride on down. I'm like, yo, I can do this. This is easy. This is easy. And so I look at Deacon, I say, all right, man, you're up. He's like, nope, it's your turn to go further. See, me and Deacon, we got this thing. Like, whenever we're getting ready to do something stupid, you know, we're going to do it. But somebody has to go first. And the last time we did something stupid, Deacon went first. All right. And so I said, okay, so I'm strapped in. And I kind of get, get this thing going. And let me tell you, I go from zero to 60 in about two seconds. And now we're in Germany. Now, this is, we're, we're on the Zooks. We're not on the Zooks space, but we're... I'm up there and I'm flying. Like I said, I'm flying down this this path of death. And I have no idea how to stop. I have no idea how to turn. And so I'm here I am doing about 65 miles an hour down this this hill. And I have listen, I know very limited German, but I I, I know how to say move and I'm screaming off passe. Off passe. That that means move in German. And so I'm screaming at people looking at me like I'm crazy because I'm screaming to the top of my lungs. And this little girl, she comes up beside me and she says, sir, you've got to dig in. I'm like, dig into what? She says, bring your back foot forward. I'm like, okay, so I do that and I just 360, just kind of turn around. She's like, no, sir, you got to dig in and lean back when you pull that. So I do that and I'm same thing, 360, I'm still going forward. So I'm looking at these now the run is getting ready to turn and when it's getting ready to turn there's trees and I'm looking at these trees and I'm saying to myself I'm about to be the first black man to die I'm going to be like Christopher Reeves now, I don't know why Christopher Reeves he got paralyzed on a on a horse right I think horse riding accident but for some odd reason Christopher Reeves just pops in my mind I'm like I don't want to be him so I'm looking I'm like okay this is no it can't hurt that bad and so I say, you know what? I'm just going to throw myself on the ground. I'm like, one, two, three. Like, I'm not ready yet. <sighs> I gather myself and I say, okay, one, two, three. I throw myself on the ground and I'm rolling. Now I'm rolling. And as I'm rolling, my goggles leave my head and they separate. The lens goes to the left. The rest of the other part of the goggles goes to the right. I, I, a glove goes in the air. My hood goes off, falls off my head. I'm just tumbling. I think I might have tumbled for about, about, it felt like all the 10 minutes I'm just rolling and so I finally stopped rolling and I'm just the only thing I can say to myself is like oh man this hurts and so 
everybody comes around me and they say, you okay? I'm like, yeah, just don't touch me. And you know what? You know what was funny? Like when something, when you hurt yourself, the first thing you say is don't touch me. I'm okay. I'm fine. This I wasn't fine. But I just felt like if, if any, any kind of contact would have hurt even more. So here I am. I sit up and I'm like, man, where is Deacon? And I hear Deacon screaming. And like, this is safe for work. So I'm not going to say. But he drops the F-bomb. And bam! He hits the snowcat. Now the snowcat is that machine that blows artificial snow out. And then so he hits it. And it's just, the snowcat just shuts down. And so long story short. Because I, you know. I want to kind of keep this in that 25, 25 minute mark. Long story short is this. We, we get up. We walk down to the. Because there's no way, we, well, we tried to ride back down, but that was disaster. And so we said, you know what? This is it. And so we, we go down there and we go get a beer. And German beer is like the best beer, especially when it's ice cold. So we get a beer and, we, and we're looking back. And Deacon says, you want to go back up? I'm like, no, not really. He's like me. So we go home. But next week, we go home. Like I said, I, I go home and listen, I was hurting. I'm about 24, 25 at the time, and I'm hurting. My body is hurting. And so what ends up happening, I go home, take me some Motrin, you know, and then the next week I go out there and I eavesdrop on at the Bunny. You know, somebody, some, somebody's taking lessons. You know, they're paying for the lessons. Me, I eavesdrop and see exactly what he's telling these little four- and five-year-old kids to do. And guess what? Before you know it, in a week, I was maybe two weeks. I might be exaggerating a little bit, but it wasn't long before I was up there that same run that almost killed me i'm up there and i'm shredding the snow i'm shredding powder i'm doing doing everything that i wanted to do but that being said good people what i'm trying to tell you is this listen your fears are your own are your only limitations listen conquer your fears attack your fears and just overcome them and i guarantee you you'll have a great life remember life is meant to be lived that's what i'm trying to tell you life is meant to be lived the reason why people write memoirs years later after the fact is because they're busy enjoying life. And when you're busy enjoying life, you really have very little time to do it. Listen, I'm almost 40, so I can sit back and look at my memories and say, hey, wait, whoa, whoa. That was a good time. I never do it again, but it's a good time. So with that being said, good people, thank you for tuning in to The Beard Always Wins. Yes, it's a podcast. Yes, it's a lifestyle. Yes, it's a movement. And remember, if you don't have a beard, listen, go ahead and grow you one. And as always, always put God first in your life. May the force be with you. May peace be among you all. May the odds always be in your favor. And if you didn't know this, by now, go dogs. Peace out. This is Armand Rashad.